my beautiful ladies and menstruators alike. I am so excited to be launching the very first episode of the She Eats podcast on National Podcast Day. What a ride it has been to get here. If you are not a part of the She Eats community yet, I will be linking that in the show notes. On this very first episode, I just want to be telling you about what She Eats is, the program inside of that, the science behind that, and then wrap it up with a little bit about of why the heck you should even be listening to me and a little bit about my story. So without further ado, here we go. Welcome to the She Eats Sisterhood, where we are empowering women to live their healthiest and happiest lives through cycle-synced nutrition and fitness. We are ending the dieting culture of chronic calorie restriction and hours of cardio for women. Instead, we are empowering women to eat to fuel their bodies and support their hormones to support their overall health and make weight loss easy and enjoyable and last forever. This is the mission of She Eats. For years, our hormones have been disregarded as a massive health indicator. We've been told to eat and exercise like little men, but here's the truth that simply doesn't work. If you've ever tried to lose weight and you couldn't, but then you were told it's your fault, but nobody's ever addressed your hormones, then I'm really sorry, but you were lied to. And it's not their fault either. They really probably didn't know and they didn't mean to mislead you, but the science just wasn't there. It wasn't until the last decade that scientists started realizing there was this massive gap in the science because for years, women had in our periods and our hormones had been disregarded as this ever fluctuating, fluctuating, unpredictable metric that was going to skew their data. So finally, scientists started diving into what happens when our estrogen is high, when our progesterone is high, your two primary female hormones, males have them too, but we have them in a much higher amount, just like how we have testosterone too, but men have it in a much higher amount. And it turned out that when these levels were higher or lower, depended on if you utilized carbs more, if you utilized fat more, if you actually needed more protein to assimilate muscle, if it was harder for you to build muscle in certain time periods. So what this means is that the science based on men doesn't work for women. And that's why for years, ladies, if you've been trying the diets that tell you to cut anything out to just eat less and move more, and maybe it works for you for two weeks and you're doing this challenge with your husband and it keeps working for him. And all of a sudden it's not working for you. That's because you are uniquely different every single day. He is on a 24 hour time clock and your hormones are constantly changing every single day. So what you should be doing for your optimal health is not going to be the same every single day. And that goes for exercise too. What we're doing all month long, cardio may be the absolute worst thing for you to do. And on other times, it may be the absolute thing your body needs. So what happens when women and administrators learn to eat and exercise with their cycle? Weight loss becomes easy. Weight management becomes easy. PMS gone. Ditch it. Goodbye. You don't have to deal with it. It's not a fact of life, ladies. I know when I was going through health class, they were just like, all these horrible things are going to happen. You're just going to have to deal with it. Wrong. Totally wrong. You do not have to deal with the cramps. You don't have to deal with the bloating. You don't have to deal with the mood swings. And as we get further along in these podcasts, we will be going into what to do in each one of each phase of your cycle. The total cycle in general, I learned that so many women don't even know that your hormones change all month long. It's not just that uh, week of bleeding when you see something happening. They're fluctuating all the time. And so educating a little bit on that, 
how you can tell if you have a hormone imbalance and what happens when we get the exact nutrients and use the exact exercise that we need for that time to support our most optimal health. It's absolutely amazing ladies. Like imagine never having to deal with cramps or acne or bloating or like cutting out carbs, have those wine nights, ladies, enjoy that pasta, eat that freaking bread. So that is all the things the she eats. Well, it is a tiny bit of what the she eats method will bring to you, but it is a big over general. So let's get into it because I am clearly so freaking excited to share this information with you and get to it. So inside the community, it is a place of support for women to come and talk about all things being a woman and learn this science and to be supported by other women, to take on little challenges, to learn how to apply those challenges to where they are specifically in their menstrual cycle. It's been an absolute blast. We're wrapping up a 21 day challenge right now in the group, and it's been so fun to help those ladies. Like one of the first questions was, where are you in your menstrual cycle? If you don't know the phases again, there's trainings over there, but we will be going into it in the podcast where they were starting at. And so what that meant, what they needed to specifically do for them. Now, if you are in our next level program, if you are not simply just inside the community, which is a beautiful place to be always, please be inside the community. But if you are working with our coaches one-on-one, we take away the guessing game. We give women the exact blueprint they need going into every single week to be successful with our three-step EAT method. And that is evaluate, attain, and thrive. So you've all lived your own unique life. You have unique experiences, wins, traumas. That is why the very first step is to evaluate where you are uniquely at. We evaluate exactly where your metabolism is and anything that may be going on with your hormones. So why do we need to assess metabolism and hormones and a little bit about how we go about that? A terrible consequence of the chronic dieting culture placed on women to eat super low calorie, to over-exercise, to restrict carbs, leads to something called metabolic adaptation, which also then results in the suppression of hormones. Our bodies are incredibly smart. They want you to survive, and when it feels threatened, it's going to adapt to keep you alive. It wasn't until 100 years ago that we could refrigerate food, that we had stores on every corner, like the convenience to get to food within minutes was not always there. And so it takes thousands of the, of years for the body to evolve. And so what it doesn't understand is that we have access to all this food. So when we're living in a chronically restricted place, our body goes, hold on, what's up? We are in a famine. I don't know what's happening, but we're not getting the energy we need. And then if we are constantly exercising, run, 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 run way more than we need to, your body is like, holy cow, we're running from a lion. Something's happening. The village is being attacked. And so what your body does is what it needs to survive. And so it slows down your metabolism. It becomes very efficient with the energy you do give it. And it starts to shut off unnecessary processes. First off being your hormones. So why are the hormones the first to go? If you are not in a safe situation to preserve your own life, your body is like, heck no, we are not bringing another life into this situation. We can barely maintain ours. So the very first unnecessary process is going to be creating life. 
And so that's why females in particular are so susceptible to this because we have this amazing gift to create life, but our body is not going to let us if it thinks it is having a difficult time or the circumstances you are in are not safe to bring another life into. So it's going to start with suppressing hormones. And one of the first things you're going to see when estrogen, that like primary female hormone is low is something called insulin resistance, meaning our body is not going to be good at grabbing sugar, moving it into the muscle to be utilized for energy. Instead, what it's going to do is turn it into fat stores so that later when it, if for some reason we're still not getting the energy we need, there's no food coming in. It can go grab from that store for later and utilize that for energy. Aside from that, things like fatigue, if you're cold all the time, if your hair is brittle, if your nails brittle, skins are, skin is dry, your anxiety has gone up. These are all things that are going to happen when you start to become metabolically adapted and your metabolism starts to slow down. In coming podcasts, so I don't make this one too long, we will be talking more about hormone imbalances. And so I'll save a lot of that for later and how you can specifically fuel your body We'll get to the reverse dieting in a little bit. I'm going to skip it. I don't want to skip ahead of myself. So we will get more into the hows of these things, more in depth about the science to each one and the symptoms to look out for. But right now we're just doing an overview of what she eats is as I'm introducing this to you. So to continue on the first couple of weeks, we have to determine what your BMR is, your basal metabolic rate, which basically means how much energy your body needs just to sustain like who you are outside of doing any exercise or the work throughout the day you need to do just to maintain your life. Your BMR is largely determined by the muscle mass you have. So again, when calories are chronically low, you will actually start to pare down muscle because muscle is metabolically expensive. It takes a lot of calories to maintain that muscle. And that is what your body starts to slow down when it starts to shut off processes. It's the thing that keeps all your heart functioning, your digestion functioning, your hormones functioning. And so that's why the hormones are going to be the first thing to go because heart, lungs, digestion, all of that is absolutely critical, but hormones are not. So when we're determining that it usually takes about one to two weeks to have a good idea of where that is exactly at. And then when it comes to hormones, that is going to be a little bit more varied between person to person, just because you are all on your own unique journeys, you've lived your unique life. And so that hormone cycle is on average a 28 day cycle. So it can take that long. However, she eats is partnered with Merrick health. So we are able to do more in-depth testing for our higher level clients. And that's just something we would talk about at that point for you, just depending on where you are. So step number two, one of the funnest parts is attain. So depending on where you are at, we may need to restore your metabolism. We may need to restore and balance hormones, or you may be able to jump right into fat loss. And that would be fantastic. But the majority of women I've run into have tried these chronically low calorie diets. They've jumped from one thing to the next, to the next. They've been eating that 1200 calories that we saw for years in magazines telling us like, that's what we were supposed to be eating. Like that's what a toddler eats. Ladies, if you're eating 1200 calories, please reach out to me at bare minimum. Let's talk about what we need to do to start reversing you and talk about what that process looks like, because I know that is not a fun place to be. It's not sustainable. So We'll get into that a little bit more. I 
better stay on track. Um, I'm a bit of a squirrel. Um, I know some of you ladies resonate with this. So I've just been owning that. And I try to be extremely real with you here. I'll never sugarcoat anything. It's all going to be as vulnerable and open as it gets. Any questions you ever ask me, I am an open book. So continuing on, if you have chronically dieted, if you or tried all the things and what used to work for you to lose weight does not. If you are experiencing any of those symptoms I talked about before, the fact of the matter is you have effectively lost the right to lose weight. So this phase is all about restoring that right. It is all about restoring your body. And it's not your fault because you were never given the whole truth. You were never given how to work with your body and your unique hormones to lose weight. You were told to do it like a man and like a very, very small man or a child. And again, it just simply doesn't work. So we are going to reinstate that right. We are going to work with your unique body, your unique hormones and your unique life. And in a future episode, we will dive deeper into the entire process of reverse dieting and what that looks like. And that's where the real amazing magic happens. We'll also get a little sneak peek of that when we talk about my story towards the end. I wrote sneak peek here. I have an outline here and I'm just like, right, sneak peek, um, carbs. Carbs is going to be a big part of that. Fueling your body, getting you from 1200 and starving to 2200 fueled and thriving. So that sounded way too good to me as well. And I thought that would never happen for me. I thought that was just something for other people. And I was never going to be able to do that. And I can't wait to share with you at the end why exactly that does. And I know it does because I have applied this exact method. So step number three, by this point, we've restored your metabolism, your energy's up, you're feeling amazing in your skin. You can eat carbs, and not fear gaining weight. You can enjoy those wine nights with the ladies. You are officially thriving. Throughout the last two steps, we've been building this into a lifestyle for you. Now it's time to solidify that. Now it is time to make sure you are confident with the tools you have to maintain what you have attained for the rest of your life. And it is such a beautiful process. Like if I love step two, like step three fires me up even more because it is so amazing when ladies show up for the call and they like kind of already know the direction they need to go because we've been building this, we've been educating, we've been learning, we've been working with their lifestyle. They've, it's become easy. The goals they want, they're just reaching them. They're hitting them week after week after week. They're consistently hitting those. So throughout the last two steps, we have been building this into a lifestyle for you. Now it is time to solidify it. Now it is time to make sure you are confident in the tools you have to maintain what you have attained for the rest of your life. This is such a beautiful part of the process when you are showing up to calls, easily and consistently hitting your goals, when you're feeling amazing, when it's begun to spread to your friends and family because you are so confident in what you are doing and the lifestyle you are living that it just starts to rub off onto them and they are following suit and you are totally confident in sharing that information with them. It's just like absolutely beautiful when this starts to spread outside of you because you have truly owned this and turned it into a lifestyle. So the very last phase, probably one of the shorter phases because we'll hang out in phase two, really developing this for you. But this is when it's just like, okay, it is time for you to fly. But we do have office hours that our ladies are always lifetime into. So even once you leave the one-on-one -on -one coaching program, of 
course, you always still have the community, but you can always hop on our weekly office hours calls. So I love that when ladies come check back in and they're doing so amazing, or maybe they just need a little bit of fire back under them to just get back on. Because I tell my ladies all the time, detours happen in life. It's totally fine. We will get back on the highway. We will keep cruising towards your goals, but you're going to have those holidays. Enjoy them. Once you've restored your metabolism like this, those massive fluctuations during the holidays don't happen because your metabolism is fast enough and restored that like you go and enjoy that cake or that pie and it doesn't matter. And you're so in tune with your body and your hormones that you're going to eat to satiety. You're going to feel good about what you eat. You're going to love every bite of it. You're not going to be craving anymore. And so it's, it's just such a magical process. I could go on forever. So we are going to save a lot of the deep dives into the hormones and how we restore the hormones and your metabolism for future podcasts, because I want to try and keep these around 30 minutes. So to wrap it up, I want to talk a little bit about who I am and my journey. So I am a holistic health practitioner. I am a kinesiologist. I am certified through NCI Nutrition Coaching Institute for their level one nutrition coaching certification, hormone specialist, mindset specialist, as well as some of their other master classes on hormones and mindset as well. So those are my certifications. I'm also a personal trainer and rock steady boxing coach, which we can get into what that is later and just some more craziness of the journey. But today I only want to talk about the journey that relates to what she eats is, and that goes all the way back to high school. So nutrition was really never a big topic in my household. We were all athletes. We played sports all the time. We ran around on the farm. We went to see our grandparents. So we were always outdoors, moving around, doing everything like that. But high school comes, you know, hormones come and definitely was not eating the most nutrient dense foods. Um, if you guys know what goulash is, that was definitely a staple in our house. Lots of processed bread, pop tarts, just everything under the sun that would be an endocrine or hormone disruptor. That was my diet. So also then just, you know, drinking and staying out with my boyfriend and having too many desserts and late nights with the girls, I started to gain some weight. And not that I was obese or extremely overweight or anything, but compared to the athlete I had always been, like my coach definitely said something. My mom was concerned about it. My boyfriend was a hard gainer, meaning like he didn't put on a lot of muscle. He could eat everything. And so, you know, he was just like, oh, you know, you could stand to lose a few pounds. And so as a very vulnerable, impressionable, also I'm five, eight. So I was already like just naturally bigger than all my other friends. I took that very deep to heart and it set me down a very unhealthy path. So instantly, all I knew was what the media had told me, eat 1200 calories, run, 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 workout, workout, out like you can outwork what you eat, burn it all off. And so I started following that. I was literally trying to survive on like blueberries and cucumber and then a special K bar at lunch, maybe some tuna and mustard. It was awful. And sure, I'd lose some weight, but inevitably I would end up binging or same thing. I'd go out with my friends and whatever. So I wasn't sure what I wanted to do in high school. Things kept changing. And I ended up joining the Marine Corps. And that was a, a blessing and a curse when it came to weight loss. Because going into boot camp, again, they were telling me based off the BMI chart, which again, we will go into sometime is absolute crap. They were like, you might want to lose some weight. You're going to gain some muscle. I did not gain muscle in boot camp. I lost 30 pounds in boot camp. I came out of boot camp at 130 pounds, went in doing 15 pull-ups, came out barely doing three, but I got 
praised for all this weight loss for being so little, how good I looked and everything like that. And so just kept feeding this mindset I have of what I do is restrict. I run, I restrict, I run. And then it turned out I was, I started competing in half marathons. Turned out I was really good at that. And that was the absolute cover I needed to stay ultra small, to constantly be not having to be around people because I needed to go train. I needed to go get these runs in. I was actually on my way to compete for the Marine Corps running team. Then I deployed and during deployment at the height of my eating disorder, I was eating tops, 800 calories putting in 50 plus miles a week, weight training every single day. That was probably the one thing that saved me and why my bones are still okay today. And we'll talk about more about the importance of weight training as we get into further episodes. And I weighed 113 pounds and I can imagine it was probably a lot less because of the inflammation and because I knew the Marine Corps was not happy about this. So I would always eat and drink before my weigh-ins. So that was kind of terrifying. I am well now looking back, it is because I'm glad I don't have any pictures during deployment, because before I left for deployment, I was about 120 pounds and those pictures are pretty terrifying. So I can't imagine what I looked like then. Crazy part was I still thought I was fat. So long road to restoring because the Marine Corps said, Hey, gain the weight or we're kicking you out. And I was like, okay, well, my minimum is 125. So I will gain weight to 125. And I did that. And I thought that meant I'm healthy. And for years I tried to tell myself this. So I get out of the Marine Corps. I start, start thinking about another little aspect of that, that we can, if you know my story, you know, all the ups and downs of everything. So, um, start going to school for kinesiology again, still getting praised for how small I am. Everyone thinks this is so great. I'm miserable at this point in time. Um, I'm eating again, still not crossing 1200 calories a day. And it was a really long road to restoring. I did get up a little bit. I had some help. I had people Tell me like, you know, you could eat more, you could weigh more, but I still had extreme anxiety. I was still cold all the time. I was getting nosebleeds all the time. My nails were brittle. My hair was brittle. My skin was chronically dry. I had so much anxiety. I couldn't remember things. Everything was just awful, but I was very neglectant to admit that this had anything to do with my, the way I was eating and the amount of, I was exercising. So continue to fast forward. I was able to maintain that for a while until a lot of stress going on way over training for a tournament I had. I was doing insane two a days. Like I was killing myself in the morning, making sure I was getting those 10,000 or more steps, not eating more than 1800 calories, but I thought it was good because I was eating eight, like that was more than I'd ever eaten in 10 years. And then I was going to practice at night, getting destroyed and then got the vaccine I think that was just the tipping point of stress in my body because while my hormones had always been low normal, they went to zero, like zero. Actually, I think one of them was three, but yeah, otherwise nothing. And everything was an absolute wreck. Everything was a disaster. Like if I thought the anxiety and the inability to sleep was bad, I was in for a whole new world. And I just started gaining, 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 gaining. Like my body was just like, we are done. It also, the estrogen definitely influenced that for, uh, for sure. My endocrinologist definitely scared me a bit and was like, you have to do this. Or like you were like, Bones are going to break. You're never going to have kids just on and on with the laundry list of things that were going to happen. The estrogen caused a ton of inflammation, a ton of weight gain, but my body needed it. But the estrogen was definitely not what I needed. I did take myself off of that. And I started diving hard 
into naturally healing your hormones. I started looking into all of the science and science I came across while looking into naturally hearing, healing your hormones was also this amazing new science about how our metabolisms change all month long and the foods we need all month long change with that. And the exercise we need all month long changes with that. And I started going to my friends. I was like, Hey, did you know this? And they're like, no, I didn't even know my hormones changed. And I was just like, wait, hang on what? And so I started, I was just like, okay, well I'm on this journey. Like I have to heal what modern medicine is telling me to do. Like is not working. This is, it's like making, it was, oh, we'll get into the symptoms of just like, it was so bad. So I went down the path. I started developing this program. I started testing it on myself, taking the science that other scientists have done and studied, but I was just like, okay, let's find out. And it took, I was a little resistant to it at first, but I increased my calories. I let myself gain the weight. (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting too excited about the results. So I will like keep, it's so exciting because again, I was, barely eating 1800 calories. And okay, let's just skip ahead. I'm eating 2200 calories just to maintain weight. Now, when I go train, I'll easily eat 24 to 2600 calories. I actually fit better into clothes that I used to wear. And I didn't feel good in because I have so much more muscle that my clothes fit better. They feel better. I'm not skinny fat anymore. I'm fit and strong. My hormones are restored. It was a weird thing to be so excited to get my period back. I think I missed talking about that in the beginning, but they were horrible in high school. When I went into boot camp, they stopped. They done. Cause what I talked about earlier, body was like, Haha, bye. We're not doing this life thing. Clearly we're in some craziness going on, which boot camp is some craziness going on. But I was like, this is cool. We're making sure this doesn't come back. Didn't understand the ramifications. So Once I started learning about all those ramifications and about how when estrogen is low, your body becomes insulin resistant. You actually store more fat. You actually can't process carbs as well. Your metabolism slows down. I was like, holy cow, we've been shooting ourselves in the foot. Let's restore this. So when I restored everything, my doctors were blown away first and foremost, because they've been telling me like, this won't work. And I'm just like, watch me. It will. Here's the science. So that was one of the weirdest, most exciting days ever was when that showed up and everything has been absolutely amazing since then. Dan's like, I, that's my boyfriend. He's like, I've never seen you so happy. I am happier than ever. My skin isn't dry anymore. I can remember things better. My anxiety and depression is gone. Well, I say my anxiety is gone, but that's totally separate. Um, Um, as far as like, uh, even if I'm behind here and I seem like sometimes I'm, I'm sure we're all pretty shy sometimes, but anyways, just general anxiety and overwhelm is gone. I can eat and not fear what's going to happen. If I want the burrito, I'm going to get the darn burrito and I'm going to eat it. And if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat the whole stinking thing. And it's not going to make a difference because I'm in tune with my body now. And I know what my body needs and I eat with my cycle and I make sure I get the, the specific nutrients I need to support each phase. And I exercise as best I can with my cycle. Sometimes practice doesn't allow, but we're not all perfect. Definitely my own worst client. But I do my best to take the deload weeks when I need it, to turn up the intensity when it's time to turn up the intensity, to turn down the intensity and just work on drilling skill sets when that's what my body needs. So it's just been an absolutely amazing and magical process to literally go from starving, eating 800 calories, being miserable, not wanting to be around people, fearing food, just being yeah, cold. Every, everything sucked. 
to be absolutely thriving and confident and feeling vibrant and younger and stronger and feeling better in my clothes and in my skin. And this is just what I want for all of you ladies. This is what I want for every woman. It breaks my freaking heart when I see someone who is just absolutely so tiny and I see myself and her when she comes out of that hit class at the gym and then she goes straight to the treadmill and she gets on there and she cranks that incline up and she's going to be there for 30 minutes and she's probably going to go home and like do what I used to do where I'd eat some vegetables and a little bit of tuna and call it good. And it was miserable. And so it just breaks my heart when I see that, or I see a woman justify, that sounds so good. I wish I could eat that, but I enjoy what I get. And it's like, do you, I was there. I know you don't. I know you want to eat that French toast too. I know you want that burger. And I'm here to tell you, you can have it. You can have it. And your body is going to thank you for it. So that is the She Eats mission. The She Eats mission is to, to eradicate women ever feeling that way because you don't have to feel that way. It's my mission to bring the science to you so weight loss, weight management becomes easy, enjoyable, and it lasts forever. You can eat the things you love. You never have to restrict food. You never have to spend hours doing cardio. You never have to give up those moments or those, those times in life. You can enjoy them to the fullest and you can live your life and experience every last bit of it. So ladies, thank you for being with me for the first episode of the She Eats podcast. Again, I'll be linking the community in the show notes. If this resonates with you, reach out to me. It is just my passion to help women. It is my passion to help women never be where I was and to get to where I am and to feel this joy and to especially, oh gosh, I could go into stories forever about moms getting to set that example for their daughters, that their daughters don't need to restrict this. And mommy, why can't you eat with us? And oh, I could go on forever. And anyways, I'm going to wrap this up um, because there are so many more episodes to come. And I'm just so excited to continue to share this science and this gift with you ladies. So again, thank you so much for being a part of this first episode. I will talk to you all soon until next time. She lives, she loves, she eats. Bye.